Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Lester. And we are back because we, we got back. more good stuff for you. Yes. In fact, today is a really tiring day for both John and I. Yeah, boy. As you can see from my wet hair, I just came back. Yes. So we decided that, you know, we should like chillax a little bit for this episode. And we have been doing a few like more serious episodes. So here is our mandatory once a month screwing around episode. So we decided to mm. react to NUS Whispers because we've already done NTU Confessions and trying to it's time to spread the love to other universities as well. So yeah, I have actually shortlisted a few NUS Whispers posts that John has not, I have not discussed with John. This is the first time in a long mm. time that we haven't discussed. Because I just came back, right? Yeah. So, so we're going to get this his. This is actually all room. planned. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually all planned what we don't do things at random <laughs> yeah we all plan we always sit down and we talk like at least 30 45 minutes before we actually show an episode <laughs> and this is the first time we're just like <laughs> this is the first time we're just like you know what never mind like, we both tired as hell we just want to get this done in 30 minutes time so let's jump right into it we tired as hell but we still love you so yes give us that like yes. follow us on instagram follow us on instagram Warm cockles for everyone. <laughs> yes, and I am Moda Pot. Let's get into it. Yes. Okay, so the first one I have right now is quite a juicy one. Uh it's a okay, they're Ooh, both juicy. love confessions from what from so far from okay. what I have managed to uh, Okay. I, I love I love love. You do, you we, we we both love love. So uh this yes. one okay, so basically she said, This is a girl. I've been with my boyfriend for about half a year only, and I'm already starting to lose interest in him. He's a good person. Ooh and good boyfriend, but I don't feel physically attracted to him. I'm trying my best to look past his looks, mm. but I somehow can't and I feel bad about it. I'm like an 8, while he's a 4. I know many will say I don't deserve him as I'm shallow, but no matter how I try, I'm just not that attracted. However, I do want to salvage this relationship as he is a good guy. Shall I tell him what I'm feeling mm. and if so, how? Also, what can I do to look past his appearance? Ooh. Well, wow. Yeah. Okay, this is quite a tough one. I think it's quite an interesting topic as well, right? Because like, I think mm. uh, John and I have actually talked to a few of our friends before and, and one of the topics that always come up is like, um, should looks matter when you're finding a partner and how much does it matter? So like John, personally, how much does it matter to you? Like looks? Uh, okay, personally, right? It does not matter that much to me. It's not one of my my deal makers or breakers. La. Okay, okay. Yeah. In fact, I think for, for appearance-wise, like it, if you're pleasant looking enough for me to be attracted to you, which you don't need to be super pleasant <laughs> looking. <laughs> not saying anything. But yeah, but yeah you know, it, mm. it is definitely not a deal maker or deal breaker to me because yeah. if I'm attracted to you, you will always look attractive to me. La. But I get where this person is coming from. And like, I, I mean, before Alastair read finish, I, I was about to give my default answer. <laughs> I know. Which is, which is- this is toxic as shit so break up but <laughs> but okay clearly yeah. this is a good person with good intentions yeah. who identifies a problem with himself so I think the thing about it is that it is truly difficult because this person still values the relationship and knows that there are other things in the relationship mm-hmm. that is worth keeping mm-hmm. and does not want to break a relationship because of a shadow reason so mm-hmm. kudos mm-hmm. to you for identifying this Yeah, but yeah. I think because of this, right, mm. it has sort of like, uh, how to say, surfaced a, a, a hidden side of yourself 
mm-hmm. that you never knew was important to you. And that yeah. is to have a physical attraction with this particular partner, like with your partner, whoever he or she may be. Yeah. So yeah. it's difficult that you will discover this now mm-hmm. after acquiring a partner. Yeah. But my advice will be to really, unfortunately, be blunt and have that conversation with your current partner. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, right, uh, you want to salvage the situation, you want to keep the relationship. A relationship is a two-person thing. La. Yes, you cannot yes. save a relationship just by yourself. I agree. So, I agree. That's very important. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then appearance can can always be be subjective. Like, what if your mm. partner cleans up well? Mm, like, dresses up more, etc. Yeah, that could boost his appearance mm. and stuff like that, right? And like, it's only when you have this kind of open conversations with he or him or her mm. uh, with the intention for growth yeah. that y'all can progress. La. Yeah. I but agree. I know it's very touchy because when it comes to people's appearance, it's not something that is, it's not a topic that's easy to broach. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you really truly do value uh, this relationship with his person, yeah. right? With this particular person. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is something to do with appearance. Yeah. Then you definitely must have a conversation about it because as compared to the relationship, mm. it's very much smaller. Mm-hmm. And if let's say after this talk, you discover that this is something that he is deeply hurt by and he cannot have a relationship with you because of that, right? Yeah. That is also something you have to accept and live with. Because if not, right, the other thing that you accept and live with is that you are not physically attracted. Mm-hmm. Both are miserable, uh, both are miserable situations, except one has an end, the other one does not. Yeah. I mean, like, it must suck for the guy as well, right? If you tell him, like, hey, I have this thing that I'm not really attracted to your looks personally. Like, I'm not, I don't have a lot of physical attraction towards you. It's not something that a guy can, like, maybe he can do a little bit. If, like, it's not you know, something that anyone can do anything about, right? <laughs> stomach. You, yeah. Like, if you, if someone say you ugly, what can you do? I mean, you can do, like, makeup and you can, like, dress yeah. nicer. But, like, ultimately, if someone says you're ugly, you're kind of ugly in their eyes. It kind you of, have to adjust. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing much you can do. So, it's really, I think it's a very, very tough position. But I do agree with John that says, mm. that said, uh, when he said that, like, I think any problem with a relationship or love, right, you guys have to talk it through and communicate. Mm. Whether or not, like, that will end up solving the issue or will, like, expose it more as a problem, right? It shouldn't matter because... Mm. The only way you can progress to a solution, whether it's a good or bad solution, is for you to talk about it. So the solution might be to break up. That is a solution because it technically is solving a problem. But yes. the only way you can get to that, any solution is to talk about it. And if you just bottle Absolutely. it up, it's not going to do you any favors. Lah. I know it feels like, a, it definitely does feel like an impasse because on the one hand, you will hurt people's feelings. But yeah. on the other hand, you... Yeah, you have to deal with your own personal dissatisfaction. Mm-mm-mm. Both are there. There's no, you know, good answer. There's no easy way the to situation. this situation. Yeah, yeah. There's no good answer out of the situation. Mm. But that being said, right, there is yeah. also the lesser of two evils. Okay. One is to let yourself be miserable and never communicate. Yeah. The second is to actually speak to your partner, and who knows, maybe he is open, and who knows, he actually cleans up well. And who knows, suddenly, 
you reignite a certain attraction for each other again because clearly yeah. uh, if you mentioned that physical attraction was not the was not what drawn you to him mm. maybe having that conversation with him will change your perspective so that you know mm. you rediscover what was it that got you all together in the first place and maybe that's mm. a stronger bond yeah maybe you may acquire that nirvana when looks don't matter <laughs> that's the ideal state right like look shouldn't matter but I do think that uh, whoever posted this uh, I don't think you should feel bad I don't for, think they are wrong la. yeah you, you shouldn't be feeling bad for wanting a physical attraction or at least wanting to feel like you're attracted to this person's looks because that's a very integral part of a relationship right it's like physical intimacy yeah, emotional intimacy mm. so it's not just that you'll be able to connect with him and click with him which is very important you should also be able to I guess get physical, physically intimate. And that's very difficult if you don't have like physical attraction to the person in the first place. So, mm. I don't think it's a problem per se. I don't think it's like a thing that you should like go to hell for or like, or like get scolded for. I don't think it's that bad. But from what we hear from this confession, it looks like you really, really like him as a person. So, you really want mm. to be able to look past this and the way to do that is to talk about it. Like that's the only yeah, way out. Sort out the incompatibility. Yeah. yeah. And if it cannot be sorted out, then accept that you are incompatible. Lah. Ah. And when you accept <laughs> that you're incompatible, what do you do? Just break up and move on. Break up and move on, correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a theme that like most of our uh, IMO episodes have. It's just like, if something something doesn't work out, then just, you know, move on. There's always someone. There's no, always la, someone I guess the, the, the overarching theme, okay, it's not that asking you to like, like, oh no, something doesn't work, run away. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm, yeah. What we're trying to say is that know when, ah. know when something is beyond fixing and mm. don't be afraid to make that difficult decision when something is beyond fixing. I agree. But I mean, obviously try your mm-hmm. best. Communicate. Do, do your due yeah, diligence. Boy. But if after yeah, that boy. it doesn't work out, it's neither party's fault. It's just how it is. It be like that sometimes. That's life. It do be like that sometimes. It really do be like that sometimes. And in fact, on that very depressing note, we're going to go on to the next one, which I feel like is even more depressing. <laughs> it's also... Okay, bring a, it. Another relationship thing. And it's something that I mm. personally related to. That's why I want to bring it up. But it's a very... Okay. It's rather dark. La. So basically, they said, this guy, uh, TLDR, is that this guy, uh, his girlfriend wanted to take a break from their relationship. So they wanted okay. time off. And he says yeah. that like, um, he, even even though she's like not exactly the type to do so, so it's kind of like out of the blue. But he said that it actually came from an argument that they got into due to a misunderstanding. And here I quote him, on that same day, I was going through a mental breakdown and attempted suicide during the day. Feeling overwhelmed uh-huh. and angry, I resorted to using Tinder. I only use I only use the using app. Tinder. Ah, yeah. Okay. I only used the app for a day, but I felt really guilty and confessed to my girlfriend. This is what led to all the tears, anger, and eventually the break. I am so tempted every second of the day to call and text her, but now but I know I shouldn't. I'm going crazy. What should I do? So mm. I personally related to this because like mainly because of the mental breakdown and attempted suicide thing. And just mm. It got me into the whole like topic about like how do you love someone who is mentally ill or like love someone who is like very emotional. So Yep. I mean John, do you have any like experience or uh okay. I'm just gonna put it out there that like firstly, right? Um it's important to acknowledge that 
that what your partner is doing and that is being in a relationship with someone like you mm. is actually something that is not the easiest. It's really not. Yeah, I agree. Correct? Yeah. So, as a result of that, right, you must understand uh, why your partner is reacting the way he or she is. Mm-hmm. Right? Because uh, she got into a not-so-easy relationship with someone, mm. uh, did her best to to stay loyal. Yeah. But in her eyes, what you did was essentially uh, it's emotional like cheating, right? cheating. Yeah, yeah. So as much as I uh, would like to give you a quick and easy solution, there isn't one. Mm-hmm. Okay? There really isn't one. Yes. Uh, you have to admit that right now what you're experiencing is the consequence of your actions. Whether motivated by uh, a mental uh, a mental illness or not. Mm. And this is the this is the cruelest part to to hear lah, because uh, from what you're saying, I mean if it's true, I sympathize with you, but but uh, the action you must you must isolate the action from from the illness bit also uh, the action as far as the receiving party is concerned right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is something that is not acceptable yeah mm-hmm. and for someone who is clearly uh, not mentally ill yeah who don't know the predicament yes right. Yeah. It appears to be something that is inexcusable. So. Yeah, because I mean, you can't expect them to understand, right? Like, you can't expect you absolutely them to can't. fully understand what you're going through. And, and and on that vein, you also cannot expect them to immediately forgive. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, you must see from her point of view yeah. that right now, it looks like a betrayal and mm. it looks like the whatever, you know, is an excuse. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Even if even if you ask me, like, you know, I'm trying my best to give you the benefit of doubt, right? Yeah. But there are still some parts that feels like a feels like a fuck up that is on your part. Yeah, I get what you mean. So firstly, firstly, kudos on being brave to admit to her. That's yes. always much better than having her find out. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, as much as it drives you crazy that she's doing this to you now, right? Please try to remember that this lady is also a person. Ah. So this person will need time to mm. recover from something like that. Mm. I mean, I've, I mean, I have anxiety for people who don't know the new people who are just watching these episodes. Um, loving someone with a mental illness is never easy. Like, it's extremely difficult. And I kind of understand his point of view because like, I'm sure he feels terrible and I feel, I'm sure he feels bad that and he probably feels like a burden as well, right? Like, it feels like this person is trying to mm. care for you, but all you do is like mess it up and he cannot fully understand what, where you're coming from mm. or why you do certain things out of like, I guess, folly or emotional, in the wrong emotional state. Lah. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, on the end of, the, of, your, of, your, of your partner, it's also very difficult to understand, right? You can't expect them to understand what being anxious is like if they don't have anxiety. You can't expect mm. them to understand what being depressed is like or wanting to commit suicide is like. And it's a good thing that they don't understand because it sucks to be able to understand how that is like. Lah. And mm. it's rough on both ends. And it's just, I don't have a clear answer as well. In fact, like 
my second relationship ended pretty badly. And mm. part of like my trauma, no, I won't say trauma, but like a part of a problem that I carried over from that relationship to my future relationships was mm. that insecurity that I was, I had anxiety and the insecurity that like I might become too much for someone. So mm. it's, it's rough, man. It's, it's not easy to be mentally ill and um, yeah, it's definitely attached. rough. But at the same time, I think like uh, what is brought up here is a very clear relationship uh, dynamic that, that, that needs to be worked on. Because you see, uh, the way she reacted uh, is not uh, immediate death sentence, right? Immediate termination of yeah. the relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there is still some uh, hopes of salvaging this. Yes. But Definitely not by not by prodding her to forgive you immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Because right. that will show her that you clearly lack the understanding of what she's going through. La. Because mm. you see, it's very easy to be to have our judgment clouded by by whatever. It can be anything, right? It can be a a, a a cold shoulder. It can be like you mentioned earlier, mental illness. It could be a whole bunch of things, mm-hmm. and that's and we don't we, we already let it cloud our judgment once to do something wrong. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do something with clouded judgment again. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. want to let your emotions dictate your every action. Yeah, you don't want that. Yes. At least retain that little bit of con- uh that little bit of control in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So. Recognize it in, in yourself that you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. But also recognize in your partner that your partner taking a break is her way of recovery. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. okay, but I'm going to be frank with whoever wrote this. Not everyone recovers from, from, from this. Uh, from oh, this. Yeah. It's like how, uh, maybe you might relate better to this. Not everyone recovers from mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everyone recovers from this kind of emotional trauma mm-hmm. yeah you have to be prepared to face the consequence of your actions mm-hmm. and that is that would mean to say be prepared to lose this person as a partner mm-hmm. that being said there are also ways to seek help if let's say you are facing this impasse yeah right yeah you know for a fact right now in your car, in wherever you are right now, in whatever hit space you are right now. Mm. First things first, your girlfriend might leave you. Yeah. Second thing you know is that you have depressive episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's high time you find a therapist. If high you, time you, you find a professional to yeah. talk to mm. and let the professional be the one that counsels you on what to do next. Yeah. Because even if, okay, let's say we talk about the worst case scenario where you all break up, no chance to reconcile. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to run yourself ragged, trying to work things on your own, at least you have a therapist to talk to mm-hmm. and to heal with. Mm-hmm. Because right now, I'm going to put it frank, you confirm have to face some consequence for your action. Mm. I agree. I applaud your integrity, but integrity does not undo a wrong action. Yeah, and I mean, it's tough, right? Like I, as I said, like I understand fully where he's coming from. I don't, I don't agree with what you did, 
personally, I wouldn't have done that. But I understand that when your emotion is being like, if when your emotion clouds your judgment, that's just how it is. And when you're in that yeah. headspace, it's tough to, I guess, uh, fully control yourself and yeah. think properly. I I do, I do, uh, I do want to say that like a lot of people say, if you have a mental illness, you shouldn't get attached. And I don't agree with the statement simply because I mm. believe in being able to grow in a relationship with someone. So if your partner pushes you to be better and uh, helps you along that route, uh, yeah. you should be in a relationship. If that's a healthy relationship that will definitely help you. And yep. that will definitely relieve some stress of your of your load. Lah. But at the same time, yeah. like it shouldn't be your your partner's not a therapist. <laughs> this is how it is, right? Yes. Like, your partner cannot give you professional help. And mm. it's very difficult for your partner to detach like a therapist can. Correct? Yeah. Like, it's, Absolutely. It's very difficult for your partner to not see you as a partner and see you as like just another, I guess, mental, mental illness patient. But your yes. therapist can. And that is what your therapist is for. So I do think that it's for people who are mentally ill, it's a bit hard to not to not grow attached and like over-reliant on your partner. But mm. it is quite important to do so. Yeah, you must must not forget that your partner is is like what mentioned like what Esther mentioned. It's not yeah. not your caretaker. She's not, yeah. It, yeah. She's your partner. Mm, I agree. And I mean, when things like this happen, like I mean it's a bit unfortunate that breakups ha- but breakups happen. And uh, I've actually went through one breakup while I was going through my whole uh, mental illness episode things. So uh I was glad that as I was going through that breakup, I was already seeking help. And so I had the chance to go and talk to therapist, my therapist about it. And I have friends around me as well. So, um, I know now it might seem like your relationship is all that matters and it's like the biggest thing in the world. And I fully understand. But at the, day, at the end of the day, you have to understand also that um, your mental health is also very important. Uh, and her mental health is very important as well. And if it does, you guys both good to take a break and slash break up, then you should be able to accept that as a good option yes. for the betterment of both of you. Because, mm. yeah, the mental health is the most important. It doesn't matter like this. At the end of the day, if you're not mentally sound or if you're not happy, all this will come crumbling down because being happy is the foundation of everything, for especially for yes. relationships. So yes. Yep. Tough. Uh, I mean... I personally don't have the answer to being mentally ill and in a relationship <laughs> because I am still trying to figure it out as well. And my partners are, I'm pretty sure my partner had, my past partners or whatever had a tough time trying to uh, deal with my episodes. But I mean, uh, I already have a tough No, no, I never deal with his episodes. <laughs> I have a tough time doing with normal him. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's, t- it's tough. It's not easy. But uh, I do I do believe that if you both take an effort to improve each other, like on their end, if they take the effort to listen to you and like really try to help you and on your end, you take the effort to really try to help yourself and try to get yourself out of it, right? It, mm. Something good will happen. And yeah. both both of that must happen at the same time. I know we kind of went off point from the confession, but I do, I just wanted to use this confession as like a springboard for the larger topic at hand, which is being mentally ill in a, in a relationship, which I think is yeah. a very... A uh, tough thing to talk about. Yeah, just just basically one one thing to sum up what that situation um the US was was. Yes, you have to admit that uh as a separate person, your partner is reacting normally. 
as a mm. person with emotions would. So mm. all I can say is be ready to mm. face the consequence of your actions. Mm. But you have everyone's sympathy. Yeah. Because we understand how difficult it can be. But mm. also do let it, you know, be a be a serious enough, let's say, learning lesson if it does happen that you'll break up. That mm. uh that is not the right, the correct place to seek help from lah. To, mm. to, to seek uh, shelter from, you know? Yes, I agree. Find, get get professional help so that, because mm. now you know, you know, especially if let's say this goes south, you will find yourself hating yourself for having done that. Yes, And hating yourself is, yeah. is a very slippery slope. So instead yes. of letting this self-hate consume you, go and find help yes. to help you understand and cope so that mm. if this turns yeah. out to be a painful lesson, let this mm. be the last time you have to go through this painful lesson. Yeah, I think now, no matter what comes out of this, I think a good time is, a good thing to do is to focus on your mental health and your personal well-being and focus on making sure that, I know this is going to be extremely traumatic and this is probably going to haunt you a little bit like what you did. But it's important to take a step back and uh, really work on yourself and work on um, your mental, especially your mental health. Uh. And mm. if you do that, event- eventually there's going to be other relationships, whether or not you believe so. Because I remember there was a period of time in my life where I truly believed I would never get a girlfriend ever again because I was, mm. I was anxious. So I, tru- I really understand if you feel like your current girlfriend is the only person. It's the be all and all. Right? Correct. Yes, exactly. And I really, really get it because that's what I thought also. I was like telling my therapist, I'm never going to get another girlfriend. But mm. you eventually will and you'll want to be the best version of you when that time mm. comes. So I would yep. say uh, work on yourself and no matter what happens, right, just focus on trying to be the best you as you can be. Uh. So learn from your mistakes. Yeah, and, and, and really, don't be afraid to seek personal help because yes. if it's serious enough that you contemplated suicide, then it's high time you yes. seek help. Yes, seek help. That's the most important, really, really. Like, mm. uh, I mean, whether you get a relationship or not, that one NUS got a counselling centre, one. Eh? Yeah. NUS got counselling contacts and you, all universities, all faculty mm. have counselling contacts and therapy contacts. Yes, I agree. Do and it. Yeah, it's, there's no one right that can replace a professional when it comes to these sort of mm. things. I truly believe yes. there is no one, no matter how close you are to that person, no matter how wonderful that person is, right? there is no one that can replace that because that person is not trained and that person at the end of the day is still a human being who is your friend. And it's very difficult to, it's very difficult to detach. It's very, very difficult to detach. And only a therapist can do that. So really seek help if you really need to. And um, if your partner is there alongside with you, that's the best. But even if without it, mm. um, you have other friends and your therapist will definitely help you through that fight as well. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And with that, we're going to end today's episode. It's a rather short episode, but we are both tired. Oh my God. <laughs> I see our timestamp. Wow, we're quite, we're quite on point at this today. Yes, yeah, Normally, we, we will ramble until the God, God knows what time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But we are actually thinking of doing a live stream where you guys can see the talks yes. we always have. A, have we talk, always talk about having a few like discussions before the show itself. You yeah. guys can finally see that. And even after, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you guys can see that as well. So we are thinking of Absolutely. doing that. Absolutely. 
if you guys want to leave it in the comments down below yeah and and like you know thank you so much for following us in case you don't remember but we mentioned in a few episodes you know, just to remind you that we'll be taking a break once the year ends and then we'll move into uh season two season very dose. exciting yes very exciting with more features and wonderful yes stuff. absolutely and uh since i uh, got extra time uh please go and follow go and uh, search the smart gamer on youtube <laughs> Uh, that's yes. a channel that I started with TSL. Please, uh, go and follow. Uh. They recently uh, upload a video. Go and like, go and share, go and ring a notification bell. Free one, free, free. Go and do it. After you ring ours. But yes, with that, 15 seconds left. See you guys next week. Stay safe and yeah, enjoy yourself, guys. Bye. Annyeong.